Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula. My co-host is Raymond Felton. Raymond, how you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad. We're coming off a, a very fun Hornets game last night. We're recording, uh, what's today, Thursday? <laughs> yes, Thursday. Thursday, uh, yep. On a Thursday morning, the night after, the Hornets went into overtime uh, against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. So right now, Hornets sitting at 2-2, two two, ninth place in the Eastern Conference. Long way to go, 78 games left. But we're going to talk about you know the season so far, what's up ahead, and some news around the league. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. Finally, basketball is back, and BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll find all the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, World Series is going to start soon. Get involved. Get involved. Head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, yeah, so like I mentioned, Hornets 2-2, two and two, uh, overtime loss to the Knicks. Uh, let's start there. That's the freshest stuff, right? Um, Hornets down, had a really good fourth quarter. Um, forced overtime <clears throat> at a five point lead at tw- towards the end of fourth quarter. Um, Knicks came back, took in the you know, Hornets had an opportunity late in the fourth quarter. Kelly Oubre mm-hmm. might have like shot a three a little bit too early. Uh, McDaniels, we'll get into it. What do you think? What are your thoughts on the uh, the end of that game? Because I'm maybe jumping ahead of you. You had uh, Oubre with a shot attempt, and then no, sorry, that was in overtime, wasn't it? Uber's mm-hmm. jumper because it was Uber's jumper and then the McDaniel's layup. No, before that, in the fourth quarter, PJ had not had an open look, didn't take it. Hayward drove to the rim, looked like he was trying to draw a foul. The game was tied. You know, the worst thing you could do in that situation is give the the Knicks a chance with the ball with time on the clock. That mm-hmm. didn't happen. So w- w- walk me through that. What was your thoughts going into that end of fourth quarter? I mean, you, like you said, you don't want to give the opposing team a chance to take that shot. So regardless of what type of shot you get, just make sure they don't get one. You know, that's what you always want to do. Um, then you go into overtime, you got Jalen Brussel was just, I don't know, he was just clutch. Yeah. He was hitting big shots, making big plays. Um, 
unfortunately, PJ man took that took that shot and his toes on the line. You know that, you know that that be a three. You know maybe we in a different game. You know maybe maybe we don't have to foul and you know now it's, it's the free throw game and you know that kind of made that kind of put the game out of reach. You know if you ask me, you know with that with that particular play with his toe on the line, but um. Overall, Charlotte fought, fought back in the game, you know, got a chance to win it. And with two of your best players down, playing against a team that I think has a chance to be a playoff team this year, you know, with the Knicks. I like it. I like the way they look early on. And, you know, believe it or not, some of these younger guys that maybe you thought wouldn't have been able to play, you know, getting those minutes and getting that experience. You know, so with LaMelo and Terry being out, I don't know. I think it's a good thing, you know, because they it's not like they just getting beat. They're not 0-4, you know, 2-2, two and two, you know, still early. So I, I, I like I like what's going on right now, you know, giving those guys some experience, giving those guys some confidence that they can go in and they can do they can do some things. So um, I like what I'm saying about Charlotte right now. Yeah, you know, never nice to, to lose, you know, but you, there's, a, there's a lot to take from it. Right, like you mentioned, Jalen Brunson is legit. You know, he's a legit big time player, regular season, postseason. Like mm-hmm. the Hornets, that, that's that's a game where you know not having Cody Martin um, really hurts. I think Cody's probably the best perimeter defender on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, throw, not having Cody to throw at Brunson is is an issue, but Brunson seemed like he can get whatever shot he wanted. Like in the post from from the perimeter, he's nice. And uh, there was one instance where. Uh, Randall, where it was pretty clear he was going left. You know he likes going left. Everyone knows he likes going left. And got to the mm-hmm. bucket with like no time on the shot clock. Like I was like, oh man, Pete, that was a, that was a tough that was a tough possession there. But there's a lot to learn from it. And I, I'm confident with Clifford because Clifford has this team playing so well. Like mm-hmm. there's still some some minor issues. Kind of saw it in the Pelicans game where guys couldn't even like pass it to each other. Just not on the same page. But um, the the intensity, the effort, it's always been there. And the, the discipline I've been really surprised by because that was one of those things last year that kind of kind of would kind of get to you. You know, the Hornets at this point have the number one offense in the league. Clifford, when he joined, you know, the Hornets already played at a, a fast pace. He's, he made mm-hmm. it a point to say that I like the way this team played and I'm not going to mess it up. Like we're going to this team's going to continue to play up tempo. Mm-hmm. Number one offense without LaMelo Ball. Keep this context, people like it's kind of crazy to think about. Right best three-point shooting team the best the best percentage wise mm-hmm. that means they're taking good shots they're they're 10th in rebounding which i think is impressive um sixth in assists. they have the 13th best like turnover percentage or uh, turnovers per game they're the 13th best team the 10th in steals eighth in blocks they have the 18th 18th best defense that's the like the last couple years the, the question has always been like the offense has been good but what happens when the defense is just average? And we're kind of, this is what we're seeing. You know, all they needed, they don't have to be the best defensive team. But no, as long as in the middle of the pack, with that way yeah. the offense is clicking, mm-hmm. it's looking pretty good. So, like, yeah. looking forward, it, it, things, are, things are positive. And um, I know it's early. It's easy to get caught up in things, especially as fans. <laughs> but I like what I'm seeing. As a, as a fan, as a spectator, as a, a, a guy who used to play this game, man, listen, early, late, they look good, yeah. you know, and sometimes a coach change, 
a coach change kind of helps. You bring in a new guy, a new voice, um, you know, and, you know, guys, you know, look at things differently and they want to play harder. You know, some guys got contracts coming up. So, you know, a lot of that stuff, a lot of that stuff, you know, helps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff helps. And shout out to my man Richards, though. Yeah. Let's talk about that young fella balling out in Atlanta. Let's talk about that. My man looked good out there. What was he? Nine for nine? Yeah, man. Did he miss a did he miss a shot? I don't think he did, did he? I don't think so. He um I, I'm gonna pull it up. But yeah, he Man. Yeah, he's on my he's on my list. I've been calling him Kareem <laughs> Abdul Richards after the, the start of the season. I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing from Nick Richards. Second round pick. He was a second center in his own draft class. Uh well in the Hornets draft. Taken mm-hmm. behind Vernon Carey. He's outlasted Vernon Carey. And he's looking like he could be in the mix to be a starter soon. <laughs> like, if if he had a start tomorrow, I'd be really okay with it. And I, I'm kind of right. hoping we hoping we see him in the in the starting five sooner than later. What are your thoughts on on that? And do you think when when do you think like how do you, how do you manage that? You got Plumlee on a contract year. He's a veteran on the team. You got Nick Richards, who's had a good start. Is it too early to to bring him into the mix? Do you want to continue to kind of nurture him? Like, what's your what's the kind of best way to go about that? It depends, you know. I, I wouldn't touch it unless something happens, and I hope it doesn't. And you know what I mean. Something happens where, you know, maybe Plumlee goes out for a while, yeah. And you know, then you bring him in, and then once the team rolling, it'd be easier for him to come back and say, "Look, hey, we're gonna break it off the bench." You know, Richards is playing well with the starting five. You know, we're gonna leave him in there. You know, it'd be kind of easy like that. But to, to do it right now, you know. Plumlee already has his own relationship, his own chemistry with those guys. You know, you can't kind of mix that right now. I, I don't think so. I wouldn't touch it unless something like that happens. Yeah, I think that's fair. Again, it's it's so early, too. Um, mm-hmm. And you'd hate to make the switch and have to go back on it as well. Because, um, like, Nick Richards, was he? He's um he's 24 years old. Yeah, uh, his time will come. Um, but he's, a, he's an asset that this team can really count on. This season, so like you mentioned against Atlanta, nine for nine, eleven boards, which is a hell of a matchup against Capella and John Collins. Like he he, he outplayed those guys, mm-hmm. uh, which is saying a lot. You know, again, the previous game against the Pelicans, Valanciunas is just, is just too much on the boards. Um, and there's a stat I want to talk about in a second when it, when it comes big, to like man. second chance opportunities. But, yeah, he's big. Yeah, nothing you can do about that big rascal. <laughs> so the Hornets will get these stops, man. Are these uh, are Force of Pelicans miss and Valentinus is right there. Right? Boom. <laughs> the, the one so far, and this, this was an issue last year as well, but like, you know, the team works hard to get one stop, but getting two stops or sometimes three stops in the same half court possession is really difficult. Um, and when you're not getting those boards, it, it can be difficult. So, um, where's it? Where's it at? Uh, yeah. So, nearly, so the, 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 the Hornets are the worst team, like 30th at the end of. When it comes to defending the paint, uh, bottom of the league when it comes to points in the paint, and then um, second chance points, they're near the bottom as well as um, when it comes to points off turnovers. But, 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 but when it comes to fast breaks, they're the third best defending team when it comes to fast breaks. So they they hustle back, they get involved. Like it's like single digits points off fast breaks this year. So mm-hmm. that, that that that's that tells me they're bought in, they're locked in, and the energy's there. But yeah. Got to gotta protect the paint a little bit better, but that thing that comes with the offensive rebounds they're giving up and 
the easy putbacks we're seeing on these um, possessions that lead to, to multiple attempts at the bucket. Well, when you play against a guy like that, Petunas, you know, uh, a Jokic, uh, Joel Embiid, just guys who are big and just, you know, know how to use their body and know how to rebound, mm-hmm. you know, it can't take – sometimes they, they don't take one guy to box him out. You know, sometimes you need help. Yep. You might have to send two guys at him, you know. Hopefully everybody on their team ain't crashing. So whoever that guy that's that's left out there, not not that don't have to box nobody out, need to go help. Put a leg, put put a body on their legs, man, so they can't jump. You know, it's hard for one person to box those guys out. That's why they are who they are. That's mm-hmm. why they make. That's why they they've been in this league for so long and they do the things that they do. You know, outside of you know Bellatunas, you know, obviously you know the Joker and Joe and B, you know, they they can score too. You know, but. Valachunas, you know, looking at the team he plays on, he get a lot of his buckets off just rebounding and just being a abuser. So, you know, you see a guy like that coming in, you gotta you gotta send two people at him, you know, because that's how he eat. You know, like Stephen Adams, somebody that big and that strong, probably the strongest guy in the league. Yeah, you know, I played with Steve O, so I know how strong he is. So, you can't send one guy to box him out. You can't. There's no way. I don't care who it is. <laughs> you can't. Who it is. I don't think none of those guys I just named can can deal with Steve Will by themselves. You know what I'm saying? So it takes it takes at least two people, man, to put a body on that guy, man, to try to box him out. So you know that's what Charlotte has to do. You know you got to give Plumlee and those guys, Richards and those guys, a chance. Got to give them some help. <laughs> give them some help down there, man. Fighting against those big old abusers like that, man. Tell you this, it's not easy. So. So far, we've seen Richards and Plumlee basically spell each other, like just come in for each other. Very mm-hmm. little of Mark Williams um, outside of, you know, late game, garbage time, minutes. Hornets um, mm-hmm. fans want to see more of Mark. I want, I want to see more of Mark. Um, but what do you think? What do you think about his development th- thus far and usage thus far? He got to earn his time. He got to earn his minutes, you know. Richards was in the same position before. Yeah. Took him a while to get on the court. You know, so I understand he was a top pick, you know, but you still gotta earn your way in this league. I don't care what pick you are. You know, you gotta you gotta show and improve. So, you know, maybe he gotta do more in practice to show that he deserves to get some time. You know, then gradually, gradually it happens, but you gotta prove yourself to get those minutes. And that's all I can say. I don't know what's going on in practice. I'm not there. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can't speak on that. But that's one thing I do know. That's one thing I know about Coach Clifford and just, you know, being an old school coach. Like you're gonna you're gonna earn this time. I don't care if you're a top pick or who whoever you think you are, like you're gonna have to earn this time with me. You're gonna earn these minutes. So I like to tell you, show and show, show and prove, young fella. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. His time will come. And, and similar, oh, of course, of course. Similar to Kai Jones, we haven't seen much of him either. Um, but again, it's early. It's early. Uh, so uh, Dennis Smith Jr. We talked about him a little bit before. The story came out that said before the Hornets signed him, he was going to try out to be a NFL defensive back. Uh, the quote is, uh, "I told my previous agent I'm not going overseas." This is uh, Dennis Smith talking. He didn't mm-hmm. want to go overseas to play basketball. He said if. If this doesn't work out, I'm going to go to the NFL. He says he was serious. I put on a lot of weight. He's going to go for it, really try for it. And uh, him as a defensive back, I can picture it. Looking at him, looking at his size and build, it's like he, he looks like he'd be pretty mental on the basketball floor, on the, uh, on the football field. But fortunately for the Hornets, he's been 
one of the best defenders on the team. Like what he's been doing at the point of attack on help side on pick, like he is after it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're caught, like a, there are a couple times where he caught the Pelicans just kind of like just sleeping, sleeping over and picking uh, Brandon Ingram. What do you, what do you think of Dennis Smith uh, and his his success thus far? And even like we're turning back to Madison Square Garden. You know, like I think he kind of had like a, a little sluggish first quarter. Uh, I don't think he was forcing it necessarily, but just the shots weren't going in. Mm-hmm. Second quarter, he was much better and pretty, pretty much like locked in the rest of the game. Um, I just I like to see where he's at. I like to see him back to that confident. You know, I can get to where I want to get to, play on both ends type of player. You know, I remember Dennis when he was in high school. You know, just the things that he could do. You know, outside of jumping out the gym, everybody knows he can do that. Yeah, but he can play as well. Like he was a great, he was a great player. So to see him back with that confidence and that look in his eyes, I'm 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 happy to see. You know, and it's all about finding finding that that right place for you. You know, a lot of people don't don't understand that in this league that you know you could be good, but you could go to the wrong situation and it can make you look bad and it can make you look like you don't deserve to be there or you just get. You lose confidence because the coach ain't playing you. Coach ain't, you know, giving you that that confidence that you need or whatever the fact is. I ain't making no excuses, but you know, it's just good to see him back in in a comfortable element and just looking like himself. And to me, he can really help the Hornets. You know, he can be that backup that they've been missing, that they've been you know looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can see him and Lamelo playing with each other as yeah. well. You know, two athletic guys that, you know, that's long. And then, you know, Dennis is going to be aggressive on defense. And like you say, he's going to be in all the right spots on on the, on the on the help side and just so many things, man. So, you know, I'm happy for you, young fella. You know, it's good to see you back out there. It's good to see you happy again. So, you know, I hope, hope things work out for him, for real. You had a great game, 14 points, 11 assists. You know, mm-hmm. his ability to get into the lane and, like, do, like, a, a handoff to an open defender on the block or dish it out. Like he's been facilitating in a nice way as well. So yeah, it's 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 been a steal. Like like low key for a, a guy on a non-guaranteed deal mm-hmm. playing this much. Obviously, you know, Melo's hurt uh and Terry Rozier got hurt. So he's in the starting 11 or starting 5. Um it's been it's been a it's it's been a, like a nice find. Along the same similar lines, Tail Maladin, Maladon, excuse me, uh brought in on a two-way contract, put up 15 points last night. <laughs> <laughs> like Hornets is finding point guards out of nowhere, and this dude, um, this kid, he's 21. You know, he spent some time with the Thunder. I forgot what team he was with. He spent the preseason with. It was a different team, and then he didn't make that team. And the Hornets brought him in on their second two way. This guy, this kid, looks like to be something nice as well. Like he looks mm-hmm. kind of overqualified to be on a two way contract. Listen, I saw him in um, in OKC. He could play. He could play. So when I heard he was on a two way, I'm like, oh, wow. Two way, okay. Yeah. That's a that's a steal. <laughs> no, for real, I saw him play in OKC. He he's he can play. He can go. And, you know, he got a little taste of that last night of what he can actually do. So, you know, Charlotte got some. Charlotte got some guards. They got some guards. Yeah, some guards. That, some guards that can play right away too. So, you know, it's looking it's looking up for for the Hornets, man. It's looking up. Yeah, I like what I'm seeing. I'm like what I'm seeing. So, uh. No, no real timetable for the for the guys that are hurt to get back. Terry and Cody Martin were both uh, questionable going into the Knicks game and then downgraded to out. Lamella was a firm out, so I imagine mm-hmm. T- 
Terry and Cody would be closer to, to returning than LaMelo. LaMelo was there. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole team is traveling uh, together still on, this, on the bench, locked in. I swear LaMelo had a, a ball in his hand the entire game. I don't know where he got that from. I don't know if he brought it from home or it was one of the game balls they didn't choose. But he, had, he was holding a ball the entire time. Uh, I know there's plenty of video of them, uh, LaMelo putting up shots before games, you know, staying loose or whatever. So hopefully we get these guys back and see what this team looks like when everyone's available because uh, Kelly Oubre has stepped up in a big way as a starter. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very impressed by him because um, last year it was frustrating, Kelly Oubre, man, because he would have these, these incredible games shooting incredible shooting games, mm-hmm. and the next game would be awful. Next game would be incredible, and next one. It was just like that up and down. Up and down, up and down yeah. Mm-hmm. So this year, he's been way more selective with the shots, getting to the rim a lot more, um, taking fewer threes, which has been in, like an incredible change. And I don't know if that's him. I don't know if that's Clifford, like you mentioned, contract year. It's all working. So I like what I'm seeing from Ubra. He's been one of the key contributors to this team with all these injuries, and I hope it continues. I'm, I'm really digging Kelly Ubre this year. Um, same, with, same with Gordon Hayward. You know, he's been he's the grown up in the room right now. You know, yeah. he's, so he's he's holding it down. Um, well, it's time for him to step up and be that grown up. It's time yeah. for him to step up and be that leader. You know, you you know you can say okay, Lamelo's supposed to be the leader. He's all star. He's the young face of the team. He's still young though. He still got a lot of learning to do. He got a lot of basketball to play to pick up on a lot of stuff. So you can't put that pressure on him already. You know, so Gordon Hayward, that's what you're there for. That's what they paid you that money for. Like, you need to be that guy to step up, be that leader, you know, go get a bucket when they need to, you know, be the person to be poised on offense, on defense. Like, you know, I, that's, I like the way he's playing. Even Kelly Oubre, you've been in the league long enough as well, too, you know what I'm saying, to be poised and show these guys how to how to really play. And I think, to be honest with you, Terry Rozier do a good job. I, I don't see him as a big vocal guy. I don't know. Just from looking, I don't see him as a big vocal person but the way he plays it shows he plays hard on both ends offensively defensively you know he tries to play the right way he's just a dog and i i just i'm a, I'm a fan of terry rogier love the way he play oh yeah that's crazy speaking of dogs my <laughs> mind in the other room right now losing his mind um <laughs> yeah so yeah terry rolled his ankle mm-hmm. went to the bench tied a sneaker up <laughs> as tight as it could and continued mm-hmm. to play he finished out that bad. game against uh, mm-hmm. was it New Orleans? I think it was New Orleans. Um, I was like, "Yo, they, yeah, Terry, Terry's a killer. I love Terry Rozier." Um, <laughs> and it, not having him in that overtime period, even in the late game, uh, late fourth quarter, Hornets missed him. Definitely missed him because when you're drawing mm-hmm. up plays, Terry, you're, you're drawing up a play for Rozier in that instance. Yeah. Like that's Terry time for real. Yeah, make him play. Yeah, give him the ball. No question. Uh, I want to also credit real quick Jalen McDaniels who. Again, I know it's early, theme of the podcast, but he's leading the league in shooting and a three-point percentage at 75%. That's not nothing. It's, it's, you know, I don't put too much stock on it, but it's not nothing. So just something mm-hmm. to monitor. He's been really nice off the bench and had a really good game um, against the Knicks as well. Uh, 17 points off the bench in 23 minutes, six boards. Ooh. You know, they brought him in late in overtime to when um, the Hornets were trying to get some, some points off to took Plumlee out um, to, you know, switch things up. But Jalen McDaniels is one of those dudes. He's kind of the gem, one of the gems of the developmental system. Second round pick, spent his time in the G League, brought mm-hmm. up slowly through the ranks. And if you know, I think when everyone's back, Kelly Oubre becomes that that sixth man. But you know, 
They have options. Oubre, McDaniels, Richards, and James Booknight is getting it, get, getting it together too. What do you think about what you've seen from him? Because his, start, he, his offseason couldn't have gone much worse, you know. Um, misses, missed Summer League with an injury. This arrest out of nowhere. Preseason didn't go too well for him. I think he just didn't, didn't look what we – I wasn't impressed, to put it nicely, what we saw in preseason. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, the rest happens and then he's thrown into the mix. He plays in San Antonio that same day when that picture comes out. Mm-hmm. And I'm since the last two games has been on the positive side. And I can see I can see it continuing. I think somebody had a conversation with him and told him, look, young fella, you can be out this league if you don't stop messing around. Get your get your shit together. Mm-hmm. You can be out this league like if you don't stop. Like you're still young, man. Go out there, work hard, get get yourself together. You're a great talent. I like Book Knight. I, I I like his game. So to see him out there, you know, and it might be my it might be my um it might be my bro over there in his ear. It might be my boy Marv over there talking to him. Say, hey man, you can use this to make a lot of money and be successful and have a great career, or you can mess it all up by doing some crazy stuff. Like you know, you know. So if that's if that's what's going on, that's great. I hope somebody is in his ear telling them, like, don't mess up a good thing. It's a lot of people out there looking to to fill that spot. Trust me. It's a lot of them. You know, so understand that you're in a great spot. You're in a great situation right now. Take advantage of it. And he looks good. Uh, like, I, I like some of the things that I'm seeing from him offensively. And um, he plays with he plays with a great deal of confidence when he makes a move and takes a shot. So, you know, all those things are, are a plus. So I look forward to see what, what he does the rest of the season. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, yeah, Sam, he's going to be huge for this team um, as that mm-hmm. backup shooting guard. Um, but, and we've already mentioned two guards, Maladone and, and Dennis Smith. So that group, plus with Terry and LaMelo, Cody Martin in the mix, playing some guard. Like th- that area of the floor is looking pretty good for the Hornets once everyone gets back healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so looking ahead, the Hornets resume play tomorrow. Uh, home? No, sorry. That's it's at Orlando, which I'm that Orlando's winless, aren't they? Are they are they zero five? Yeah, um, I think so. So that's something to watch out for. Ben Carroll looks good. <laughs> He's looking really good mm-hmm. uh, so far. Uh, then they got uh, back home, Golden State Warriors in town. That's gonna be interesting. <laughs> so we got the Magic. <laughs> Warriors, Kings on Monday, and then the Bulls. That's that that that's the game that was on ESPN, and now it's going to be on back on Bally. So, uh, what do you think of, about these uh, next few games? Um, as we kind of look at how this team kind of fleshes out, because I think at some point one of these games we could see everyone back um, healthy again. Just looking at like timing of the Lamelo injury and how long that typically takes. Sometime around here, we should see Terry, Cody, and or Lamelo back in the mix. That'd be good, especially playing some of these teams that they but they about to play. Yeah. But um, I think each team they about to play these next four games is gonna be dog fights. Even going down to Orlando, the first game. Orlando's tough. You know, they <laughs> tough. tough I mean, you look at every game they play, they in it. You know, they might be zero four. You know, but they in every game, and they're gonna be hungry to win. And they back home. That's a that's gonna be that might be one of the toughest games that they're gonna have to play. You know, and I understand they got Golden State the next game and all this and that, but. That Orlando game might be the toughest one. I'm telling you, yeah, it looks like a trap game. Honestly, <clears throat> like it's on the road, and then you're you're back in Charlotte the next night to host mm-hmm. the Warriors. Like that's exactly. a lot. There's a lot going on there. So we'll be, I'll be, I'll be hoping for the best. I'll be doing my live streams like normal, <laughs> losing my mind. 
uh, <laughs> with the lot with the chat. Shout out to the chat. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I think I think that'll do it this this for this uh this week's episode, man. Is there anything else you want to get into before we say goodbye? Nah, man, that's it, man. All right, all right. Um, I ain't gonna speak on what's going on in in LA, so I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. I think that's gonna be an ongoing theme uh, for a while, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, just, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Uh, thank you, Raymond. Thank you to everyone out there for listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. We'll see you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.